There we go. All right. Well, hmm. How do I put this? Tracking foods in, workout calories, problems therein. Washing clothes. That's why I doubled up my workout so many years ago. Newsletter almost written. Not really. <sighs> episode 40 in the works. Already talking about episode number 42. I better get things uh, moving along. And how was Chinese class? Went a little bit better today. Folks, Tuesday, September 12th, uh, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky, Canadian expat sitting here in Beijing, China. It's uh, evening time already. This is my uh, daily audio digest. I make it, uh, I publish it, I record it basically every day. Uh, and uh, I publish it Monday to Friday, Spotify, Apple, Google, and of course I put all the show notes and MP3 tracks up on my website, stevensersky.com. That's where you can find the, the uh, archives. I've had some trouble with my website as of late, but I've been uh, working to secure it. I don't know if I've been successful. So if you visit the website and it's down, uh, actually, I think it might still be re redirecting to uh, my uh, Substack column instead, my Substack uh, newsletter, which you can uh, subscribe and follow. That is the newsletter has kind of almost replaced my blogging only because I guess what's happened is that the newsletter format has scared me into actually writing every week. Whereas blogging, I tend to think of blogging like essays where, and so I try to put a lot of effort in them. Uh, and not that I don't put effort into the newsletter, but uh, I put way too much thinking behind all these blogs and like adding photos and videos and stuff like that. And it just becomes, I get weighed down in all the details. Whereas the newsletter is more like a quick how she going sort of thing. It's more like an email than anything else. Should I get back into blogging? Um, I've been, again, it's it's a lot of trouble, uh, even though it's not overly difficult. It just requires time, and typically what I want to do is I want to have a bit more detail in my blogs, whereas with these newsletters, it's usually about something I know, and I can write it very quickly, typically on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon. That's when I normally write them. Uh, and if I don't write them then, then it becomes a struggle to actually write them during the evening. I've, I've actually found that those newsletters are easiest to write on Saturdays because all I do is I write about my week uh, and sort of how things have uh, gone on. But this weekend I was busy with events, uh, all sorts. I had worked all day Saturday and I was fixing the website all day Saturday. Then Saturday night I had a going away party. Then Sunday uh, I basically slept all day. <laughs> And then Monday back to work. Um, yeah. So, oh, and this audio blog. So this podcast, this whole, one of the reasons I actually started this is since I haven't been blogging, I was like, well, I'm losing out on all this sort of information. Not that there's much, uh, but the, uh, I guess part of the experience of living overseas um, at, in, in China, in Beijing at, at a particular time. Now I started this t back in 2021 uh, and that's, May of 2021, and it's basically, so between the newsletter and this daily podcast, it's basically usurped or taken over the function of blogging. It's a lot quicker, uh, it's a lot a lot more efficient, I find. I was thinking about taking portions of the audio blog, uh, of this audio blog, and turning them into blog posts, which is something I could do later on, because there are points uh, that I know I do make, and I'm like, I'm like that's actually a pretty good point. I should probably <laughs> should probably preserve that one in writing as well, just in case the audio file goes bye bye. 
Uh, but uh, making that all happen, since I am a party of one here, it uh, time becomes an issue. And I don't know about you guys, but when there's 30 things or a 1,000 things going on, you're super productive. But when there's nothing going on, you get nothing done. It's bizarre. So working 12 hours a day, I can be far more productive than I can if I'm only working two hours a day. And I... I have to bridge that gap. It's something that I have to deal with going forward because I look at the creative projects I have and I go, if I made those creative projects my day job, then basically the 12 hours that I spend working for other people right now, I'd be spending working technically for myself, but again, probably for other people because if I want to grow those, those projects, it would require bringing in other people. And that's something I've never done before. A little bit scared about doing, to tell you the truth. And I don't really want to do it, to tell you the truth. I don't need a very big company. I don't need that massive, uh, like, Fortune 500 or anything. We're talking, like, you know, if it's sustainable. (laughs) And it's something that I like doing, and it makes just obscene amounts of money, so I don't have to really fill out resumes and references. I think that's my biggest problem is, the, the CV and the resume are just, are almost insulting in some ways. And I'm sure a lot of people feel this. This, is, this can't just be me where, you know, you, you write out a full resume. Uh, you, you, you put down all your, your education, your qualifications, all the things that you can do. And you hand it in to someone and they ask for a reference or something. Not that they always check them. But, uh, you know, you're supposed to give reference to someone who can vouch for you sort of thing. And I'm going... My work, my, my portfolio, like, what isn't that enough? And then, to, to tell you the truth, actually, looking at my portfolio right now, I kind of go, oof, maybe it's, maybe it's better I write a resume because <laughs> that might actually get done, whereas my portfolio, uh, kind of a little bit, um, I don't know, rusty. Well, you can see my portfolio. There are So this podcast is one. I have another big podcast as well called, called the Steven Sersky Podcast. You can find that on Spotify as well. Uh, that's where I interview other people, other expats, and other creatives. Uh, and it's been I've been trying to do that, uh, trying to be editing episode number 40 for the last three weeks. Um, on top of that, May You Make Your Movie is where I do all my uh, creative visual stuff. That's on YouTube. Uh, Steven's Language Vlog, both on YouTube and on Substack. That's my uh, language education, my language repository. That's where I keep track of some of the things I'm learning uh, both about learning languages and my own experiences, and then also uh, some tips on how to learn languages as well. So in case you're learning, if you want to learn Mandarin or if you want to learn English, that's where you'd have to go for for that. And of course, I also have music projects as well. Um, I'm starting up another project here. Uh, getting into actually December of this year, that's when uh, I, I try to make a drum track per day. I don't know if I've made a problem, if I've created a, a problem for myself here, Whereas starting like so September, October is kind of the end of my vacation. And beginning in November, November, December, January, possibly February, but then March, maybe April, and then it finally in May, those are my big creative projects, my big creative months where I do month-long content sprints, basically. It's absolute insanity. So I'm working a full-time job, and I'm doing... A problem, basically a project each and every day. So gets to be a little bit much. much. All that being said, this podcast, uh, the the uh, the other thing, the newsletter, uh, has has basically 
taken over from me being able to write a blog post, which is what I used to do in my early travels. Uh, and since video has become a lot easier to publish, audio is a lot easier to publish and download for a lot of people and far more interesting to listen to while you're walking than watching a video and a whole lot safer, I should say, I should say as well. Podcasting just seems to be the most efficient form for producing content, for for publishing and for getting ideas out there and for preserving uh, my travels as they are. Now, of course, there aren't as many pictures as there used to be. There are lots of pictures. It's just that I don't post them very often because I'm busy podcasting. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. So, um, and some of the things I talk about on this podcast, in case you're wondering, I talk about this. My podcasting is the behind-the-scenes sort of stuff of podcasting. I talk a lot about my workouts. I talk about some of the things that go on here in Beijing, China. Uh, whenever I travel, I usually keep on audio blogging throughout. So even if I'm traveling, I still publish an episode a day. I try to, and I try to keep it to 20 minutes or 25 minutes tops. Because anything over 25 minutes, and people are like, oh, this is this guy's still going on. But 20 minutes, you're like, oh, he good. He has something to say. And then, oh, it's over, right? At least that's what I like to think. <laughs> And uh, so I do uh, publish, I, I talk about some of the things that we, well, I do, uh, and uh, uh, well, well, what I do when I travel. And you can catch up on my, throughout July, I was in Canada, so if you want to hear what life was like in Canada, you go to that that month and you can hear me say all sorts of wonderful things about Canada for 31 days, including the uh, going to and from. I actually broadcasted from uh, the airport, going there and coming back as well, so that is the uniqueness of the podcasting format, isn't it? Tracking foods in, workout calories, and the problems therein. WTF, could I swap out foods on non-workout days, or should I just start working out more every day? And washing clothes. This is why I used to do, well, that's why I started doing two-a-days instead of working out every day. So this actually is a practicality, uh, again, a, a sort of an uh, efficient leveraging of my time because uh, in terms of laundry, if I do two-a-days on, two-a-days, I mean like two workouts, so like an afternoon workout or a morning workout, and then an evening workout, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then I can do laundry at the end of that day and not have to do laundry the next day. If I do, if I do a workout every day, then I'm sweating up clothes, and I don't like having gym clothes just sitting around. Like it does... I don't know about you guys, but just it doesn't seem very healthy to tell you the truth. Uh, maybe this is, maybe I'm overreacting a little bit. And certainly going into the winter months, I'm not going to lie, uh, you're not going to be sweating as much. You're going to be, uh, the issue becomes in the, the winter months, you actually use more clothing. So you do sweat. So you end up washing, you do have to wash more clothes uh, anyway, or the same amount, of, of, you know, you have to wash clothes. Well, every second day anyway, if you're going to be working out. So that was why I started doing two-a-days, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. It was a washing, laundry, efficiency, time saver sort of thing. And it was help, trying to help the environment, to tell you the truth, kind of. Even though I know the washing machine can actually do a quick 23-minute uh, small load. So if it's just gym clothes, it's very easy to wash them, 23 minutes. But think of the water usage. Think of the... Laundry detergent, detergent, and I even put the uh, disinfectant in there as well. So I mean, you know, I'm trying to save the Baohu Hanjing. I'm trying to save the environment a little bit here. 
Not sure if it's working. Anyway, uh, what could I do? So I'm tracking my foods. Well, I haven't really tracked my foods in a while. I used I did this a while ago, uh, and these last couple of days I've been talking about uh, my body. I've been talking about my how I'm seeing my body. And I took some progress pics today, and I don't normally post these on on anywhere because I don't really care to share this. Uh, and honestly, I still have a gut, and to me, it's like I don't. I don't know if I'd want to see someone like that, so I just keep it to myself. It's more for my own progress uh, than anything else. Maybe when I'm shredded, I'll start posting pics, and then I'll do flashbacks, but in no rush to get to that point, to tell you the truth. One of the issues, and I've talked about this before, actually last year at this time, I was talking about how to uh, slim down, flatten the stomach, burn fat. Basically, head towards a six-pack. And I did learn quite a bit about how the body works uh, and what it responds to, particularly me, uh, and then what sort of workouts are more efficient. And the reality of burning calories, taking in calories, what type of calories are you taking in, what's your rest and recovery, and then also what's your body type? Like it, and, and what's your starting point? I mean, if you're starting at 26% BMI, body mass index, it means you got you got a bit of a, a chunk to you. It's not a, I'm not saying it's bad, although most people will say it's unhealthy to be that uh, that size. I've since dropped down to about 21% BMI. Now, it doesn't sound like a lot, but in terms of where I started uh, in 2020, actually of all things, in this last month, I've, I've spiked up again. I'm around 82 kilos. I used to be 78 before Canada. Various reasons for that, uh, but uh, 82 kilos was the amount that I was six months into COVID, basically. So 2020, I started running and kind of working out a little bit more at home because uh, I didn't want to get fat. I didn't want to just uh, go out of shape and I didn't want to drink all day, not at all. So I, uh, and with the starting of running again, uh, I had some issues with the hip at that time, but that was part of, you know, getting back into shape, stretching, mobility, getting active, moving around, not sitting around and you know, dwelling on how bad things are and stuff like that. So within six months, I basically dropped six or seven, maybe eight months, seven months. Um, I dropped a substantial amount of weight for people to be like, wow, Steve, you lost weight. <laughs> that weight that I was at back in, I think it was the summer of 2020, that's basically my weight right now. But I can say I am a whole lot stronger than I was before. Uh, I'm running farther. So this is kind of odd to be at this weight level because I'm sitting here going, well, what the hell? What? what why am I? Why is the scale going up? Well, there's probably two reasons for that. I can, I can, and this is kind of why I'm going into tracking calories again, even though I pretty much know the answer. Number one, throughout August, since we were working quite a bit, I did notice my tendency to start drinking one or two beers a day. We're talking, uh, like in Canada, I wasn't drinking. Uh, maybe a couple beers every now and then. But come back here, I was kind of like, now it's time to relax. I've seen the family. I've done the big family trip. It's hot out here. I'm working 12 hours a day. Uh, it was a lot easier to justify having one or two beers a day. And on top of that, I was eating a lot of chocolate, a lot of sugar, a lot of refined sugar, which I've said, terrible for you before. But I'm, I'm susceptible to this too. The only difference is that I also have raw broccoli and uh, mustard, which most people go, ugh. You should put you cook the broccoli and like show me that you're eating broccoli and then we can talk about it. Oh, so 
that point being made, the way I was eating in August wasn't conducive to keeping the scale numbers down. The other thing, though, is that my workouts, I've also, I'm not sure if if I've been going as hard with my workouts or simply my body has become accustomed to some types of workouts and so the calorie burning isn't as efficient. Like I've been doing a lot of double unders and push-ups and stuff like that, and even pull-ups. I've, I've added the weight vest to doing pull-ups now. I've hundred of them. It's me an hour, and it's not easy, but I can do it. I'm not sure if I have more muscle mass. Like I have never done that body mass sort of measuring thingy where they take your full body fat percentage and your lean muscle mass. Never done it before. Maybe I should at some point, but I haven't done it just yet. Uh, and so maybe it is that I'm thicker. Maybe I'm heavier because of uh, good weight gain as opposed to bad weight gain, or at least not as healthy weight gain. So where does tracking foods come in? Well, I was looking at some of the things that I typically eat like every day that has made my life very simple. I do like having a very simple diet to follow. I don't like fo- these health plans that have you making different foods all the time are dumb. You're not going to make it. You're not going to make sweet potato fries with your kale salad for lunch and then move on to a steak and cheese dinner. And then tomorrow morning, you're going to have overnight oats. It's like you're going to be preparing food all the time. No, 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 no. Simplify. You're going to have the same thing for six days in a row, basically. That's what you're looking at. Cheat meals? No such thing. Just work the calories in. Work the foods into your your, uh, eating habits rather than having one cheat meal. Uh, So tracking foods, I was looking at uh, this yogurt mixture I have that has a lot of nuts. Uh, It's very high in fat. It has a lot of protein, decent amount of carbs, but it also has a lot of fat. There's two major reasons for that. One, I put a shot of MCT coconut oil in there. Now, I've talked about this before. This is like the fish oil where it helps me mentally, sort of helps with the, uh, uh, the mental fuzz. Now, I might be able to swap that out, I might be able to start removing that. Coconut oil itself is good for you, apparently. Um, Now, if I took that out, that would reduce the fat. But in terms of cognitive advantages, I don't know what if it's going to, what like if there's going to be a big difference. Because I do take fish oil during the day anyway. Uh, The other one that uh, contributes a lot of fat content to the uh, this mixture, uh, I use a lot of nuts. So either almonds or pumpkin seeds. Sometimes cashews, but not very often. Cashews are very high in fat. Very good, though, especially the chocolate-covered ones. Uh, But sunflower seeds, those are high in fat. So I'm thinking, well, what if... What if on workout days, I have, like, the ultra mix, ultimate one, with everything in it, and then on the non-workout days, I swap out some ingredients I just don't put as much in. I was thinking, that would that would take down some calories. It would take some down some of the, the fat intake. Uh, now, I've also talked about how on my off days, like Tuesdays, Thursdays, my rest days typically, I, team, I, I seem to be a little, more, little bit more hungry, a little bit more snacky. And that's, I mean, I found this. Like if I work out hard Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then typically on Tuesdays and Thursdays especially, I just get hungry. I sit, I, Especially since I'm working at home. Uh, not, not that I eat because I'm bored. I, I more eat because I'm like, I'm hungry and I'm not doing anything else. So, uh, like I'm not working, I'm not working out. I'm so I'm not distracted by that. My, uh, 
<laughs> my blood's going to my digestive system instead of to the to the muscles to power them through. Uh, so that's typically when I start having like all these chips that I have lying around that I do go to the store and I buy for. I say I buy it for my girlfriend, but that's only half true. Not gonna lie. Uh, so tracking calories, maybe uh, if I can swap out some of these foods on workout days and non-workout days, it might be something to consider. How easy would it be to implement? Would I want to do it? Is it sustainable? Honestly, does it matter? I mean, people would just say, well, just cut out the beer, chocolate, and chips, and you'd be fine. I'm like, yeah, then my life would suck, and that would be even worse. But then you'd have a six-pack, Steve, and i go, yeah. I work from home. <laughs> I work from home. Yeah, if I start posting pics on Instagram, but then it's like, I still, I work from home. I mean, in China. <laughs> What's that going to do? I <laughs> Oh, it's it's comical to me. It's comical. Now, maybe I'm missing uh, missing something important there, possibly. But uh, that's sort of my impression right now is that I'm working from home. You know, my, I don't need a six pack. What, what am I going to? I mean, yes, yes, I'd probably look in the mirror a little bit more. But wow, Stevie, that's a de decent six pack. But uh, no rush, no rush to get there, basically. All right. Uh, newsletter almost written. Kind of, I will probably get that done tomorrow. What's tomorrow already? Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. These days, these days just fly by. Uh, episode 40 in the works. I did think about it again, and I was going to open up the files, and then I got busy doing it. Then I had Chinese class, of all things. Episode number 42 being talked about right now. I got someone uh, who's agreed to be on as well here in Beijing, so that'll be an interesting uh, episode as well. Um, that person is involved in quite a few... Uh, musical projects, so that won't be that won't be a little probably a little bit dorky to tell you the truth. Not, probably a lot uh, a lot of musical blither blather along the lines of uh, if you remember the episode I did with Steve Black so many years ago, uh, the first uh, interview episode I did. Uh, that was a lot of people said that it was just all about music production. So I imagine that this one's going to be uh, very similar as well. How was Chinese class? Well, my Chinese teacher actually complimented my writing today instead of saying, "Why don't you write more." I guess one of the things I was um, looking, she, she wants me to write more, kind of like how the HSK test, HSK test wants you to write 80 characters for questions number 99 and 100, which are like the, the second part of the, uh, the writing section. I guess that's what she wants. So today I just started writing a whole bunch of blather blather about whatever. About, today's topic was coffee. Okay, good. I did learn a few new words. Surong Cafe, packaged or instant coffee. Surong. Uh, the other one was... Um, drawing blank at the moment. Something you. Shir you. Appetite. Shir you. So like shirs and shipping Food. And then you. And I don't know how to describe that character. I can't remember what the character actually is. But uh, does it help your appetite? Does coffee uh, affect your appetite at all? Um Waco is appetite, so sure you must be digestive system. That's help your digestion. That's what it. Sure you is digestion. Uh, sure peen is food. So some new stuff. She did compliment a couple of my uh, sense instructors. Uh, the only thing I think I might ask her to do is if she could make the corrections in a different color or do the track changes. Then I could see. Then I could have a record of the things that I've that have been changed. That'd be a little bit easier to follow and to. Uh, track exactly what's going on uh, overall going okay uh will i continue uh actually i'm kind of looking forward to next tuesday when that's going to be my last class with her and i think after that i'm going to take a few weeks off uh from uh, not just from 
studying Ch Chinese, but backing off quite a bit on some of these other projects. And if episode number 40 isn't done by then, it's got to get done uh, very uh, shortly after. It's got to be done this week, to tell you the truth. I, I don't even know what I'm doing yakking on here. I should be... Uh, I should be yakking on here and editing that episode at the same time. But uh, given that it's currently very late, I might not get around to it again. Tomorrow I should have time. Uh, and actually, this one, tell you the truth, shouldn't be very difficult to edit. I think the, the biggest thing is going to be choosing the pictures to use in the, uh, the title card. I think that's what it is. And then also making sure I have a, a good amount of uh, clips to uh, post online. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, show notes and tracks up on my website, cmsrisky.com. Again, Apple, Spotify, uh, Google, that's where you can find this podcast. Share it around if you uh, like what you hear. And if you don't like it, troll me on the Twitters. I'm out there as well. Thanks again. We will talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.